Hello and welcome back to Koala Moon, your podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Firstly, and most importantly, welcome to Coco's Club to our newest recruits. Hi, and thank you for joining us, Martha, Eleanor, whose birthday it was recently, Walker from Winnipeg, Blake, Daisy and Callie, Christy, Alice, who's just turned nine, Eliza in Perth, Asher, Evie, Owen, Benson and Luna. And happy Halloween from the UK. As the nights close in and the daylight hours get shorter with each passing day, we're all looking forward to soon carving some pumpkins. We're going to light candles and maybe even sit by the warm glow of the fire telling stories and playing games. For there's only one thing to do when it starts to get cold and dark outside, and that is to get snuggly with family and have fun with good friends. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. In tonight's heartwarming tale, it's Halloween in Sleepy Forest and everyone is very excited getting ready for a night of trick-or-treating fun. That is, except for one animal. Mr Moose doesn't particularly like Halloween and all he wants is a quiet night in by himself. But in Sleepy Forest, do we think that's really a possibility? Lie back. Relax and get really comfy, as we are about to find out. This is Trick or Treat, Mr. Moose, by Alicia Ainsley. Every year, when the 31st of October came around, the citizens of Sleepy Forest got very excited. Halloween was one of their favourite occasions, and everybody loved getting into the spooky spirit by decorating their porches, going pumpkin picking, and preparing their costumes for Halloween night. The little animals of Sleepy Forest adored trick-or-treating, just as much as the adults did, and every household stocked up on sweets and treats to hand out when the children came knocking. That is, except for one animal. Mr Moose wasn't particularly fond of Halloween, Mr Moose was a solitary creature who preferred his own peace and quiet and didn't see the fun in the traditions of Halloween. He didn't find much amusement in decorating his house in bunting, carving faces into pumpkins and wearing silly costumes. No. Every year, Mr Moose would hide inside his house, waiting for Halloween to pass by. However, this year, Mr. Moose's Halloween was to be like no other he had experienced before. Oh, good morning, Mr. Moose, Tawny the Owl hooted cheerfully as Mr. Moose opened his front door that morning. Good morning, Tawny, Mr. Moose greeted his neighbour with a smile. Did you have a pleasant night? Tawny the Owl rustled her wings and let out a yawn before replying, Oh, 
Yes, I did thank you. Although I do feel a little sleepy this morning. The children and I stayed up all night finishing off our costumes for this evening. Mr. Moose raised an eyebrow with suspicion and asked, What do you need costumes for? Are you going to a party? Tawny the Owl chuckled and replied, Oh no, it's Halloween, silly. We are finishing off our costumes to go trick-or-treating in. Mr. Moose sighed as he realised Today was Halloween, his least favourite holiday of the year. He had hoped that Halloween would pass by quietly this year, without him even noticing. But as he glanced up the sleepy forest street, he realised it was not to be. Everywhere he looked, there were decorations hanging from the trees, pumpkins on doorsteps, and chattering neighbours wandering around excitedly. Oblivious to his disappointment, Tawny the Owl called down to Mr Moose from her treehouse. Do you have any special plans this evening? Mr Moose shook his large antlers firmly. Not particularly, he answered. I simply have plans to stay. Home, light some candles, and read my book in peace. Tawny the Owl thought that sounded very nice, and she wished Mr. Moose a good evening before flying off into the forest to run some errands before the evening celebrations began. Mr. Moose looked down the street and groaned. It appeared that avoiding Halloween wasn't going to be an option today. He went to the corner shop to get his daily newspaper and then to the bakery to buy a loaf of bread. Everywhere he turned, there were Halloween decorations and posters. Even Betty Badger was wearing a costume for work at the bakery. She was dressed as a fairy and wore a pink tutu around her waist and a big pair of fake wings on her back as she served her customers. Mr. Moose thought she looked a bit silly, but Betty Badger didn't appear to care. She seemed to be having a lot of fun, actually. As Betty Badger handed Mr. Moose his freshly baked loaf of bread, she asked him, What are you going to dress up as tonight, Mr. Moose? Have you sorted out your costume yet? Mr. Moose sniffed the delicious bread gratefully and responded, I will be getting dressed into my pyjamas tonight and enjoying a delicious slice of toast from this loaf of bread. Betty Badger seemed confused. Did Mr. Moose not celebrate Halloween? When people asked him that, Mr. Moose never knew what to say. He didn't want anyone to know that he wasn't particularly fond of Halloween. Otherwise, people might call him a grump. Instead, Mr. Moose smiled and explained that he was simply feeling tired today and he didn't feel up to the celebrations this evening. 
Betty Badger smiled sympathetically and passed him a free cupcake. Maybe a bit of sugar will give you some more energy, she said kindly. I'll see if my children and I can pop by your house tonight for a spot of trick-or-treating. Maybe you'll feel better by then. Mr. Moose thanked Betty Badger for her generosity and then left the bakery sheepishly. As well-meaning as she was, he hoped that they didn't come by his house tonight. All he wanted to do was enjoy a peaceful evening alone, without the disturbance of trick-or-treaters. Mr. Moose enjoyed the rest of his day, avoiding the commotion of the Halloween lovers outside his home. He read his newspaper with a cup of tea and a sandwich. Then he went for his daily walk through the forest in the most beautiful secluded spots that hardly anybody knew about. Then, as the day came to an end, he walked home to settle in for a peaceful evening. He cooked himself a delicious dinner and then got changed into his pyjamas to relax for the night. He lit candles all around his house and even kindled the fire in the fireplace. He wanted to feel as cosy as possible. He placed a fresh record on his record player and it began to gently play a delicate, slow tune that filled the room up with an idyllic, relaxing atmosphere. Finally, he settled himself into his favourite leather armchair and opened up his new book. He had just signed this book out of the library yesterday and it looked like a good one. He couldn't wait to get stuck in. With everything in its perfect place, Mr Moose relaxed and began to read. It was set up to be the perfect evening. Mr. Moose was halfway through his first chapter when his peace was suddenly broken by a gentle knock at the front door. He paused and held his breath. Could it be? It wasn't long before his question was answered as he heard a second knock on the door and a squeaky voice on the other side chiming, Trick or treat, Mr. Moose! Mr. Moose slunk down into his armchair and tried to hide out of sight of the window. His huge antlers clunked against the sides of the chair and he let out a little ouch as they did. He listened silently as the mystery trick-or-treater knocked one more time on his front door before giving up and moving on to the next house. Mr. Moose let out a sigh of relief and muttered to himself, For you, that was close. I hope there's no others tonight. He sat back up in his chair, got comfortable once more, and continued to read his book. Mr. Moose managed to read a few more pages in peace before his focus was disrupted yet again by another rap at the door. <laughs> Trick or treat, Mr. Moose! Two more voices giggled from outside. 
Mr. Moose groaned with annoyance. All I want to do is read my book, he whispered to himself. Please go away and leave me in peace. He would never say this to anyone out loud, of course, only to himself. So he simply hid himself away silently and waited for the children to move on. Mr. Moose managed to read up to the end of chapter two of his book when he started to feel a little bit peckish. Now was the perfect time to make a slice of toast. He placed his bookmark between the pages to save his place and then trotted into the kitchen to make his snack. Just as Mr. Moose was about to pop the bread in the toaster, he heard another knock at the door. Trick or treat, Mr. Moose, a gaggle of voices called out cheerfully. Mr. Moose stamped his hooves with exasperation. Would he ever get any undisturbed peace this evening? As quietly as he could, Mr. Moose continued to make his slice of toast and hoped that the trick-or-treaters would be gone by the time he came back through to the living room. He slathered his toasted bread in blueberry jam and poured himself a glass of milk, too. When he was done, he peered around the kitchen wall and into the living area to check if the coast was clear. To his inconvenience, he could see several little furry faces peeking through the front window with their sticky hands on the window pane, searching for him. Thank goodness. He had moved into the kitchen for now, he thought to himself. He waited for the children to realise he wasn't there and give up, before wandering back into the living room with his plate. He promptly walked over to the window and shut the curtains so that nobody could look inside again. It would seem that having a peaceful night in on Halloween was easier said than done. Mr. Moose sat down and opened his book back up with relief. He gobbled up his crunchy slice of toast and slurped his cool glass of milk as he read. And for a while, it seemed that Halloween had passed him by and he could at long last enjoy his peaceful evening. Time passed by and Mr. Moose was finally so relaxed that he was starting to fall asleep in his armchair. His arms fell limp and his eyes drooped as his antlers leaned against the back of the chair. He was just on the edge of falling fast asleep when a knock at the door interrupted his calm. Mr. Moose jumped up out of his chair with surprise and dropped the book to the floor losing where he had got up to. Mr. Moose had never liked to think of himself as a grouch, but right now he was feeling like one. He needed the knocking to stop. Grumpily, Mr. Moose stomped over to his front door, turned the key in the lock and swung it open to face the annoying trick-or-treaters outside. Trick or treat, Mr. Moose, 
The handful of little voices cried out happily. Mr. Moose was prepared to tell them all to go away, but he stopped in his tracks when he saw who was outside his door. Lowering his gaze all the way down to the ground, Mr. Moose's eyes fell on four tiny feathered owl chicks in the cutest pumpkin costumes he'd ever seen. The four chicks looked up at him with large, glistening eyes and smiled the sweetest smiles with their tiny, teeny beaks. Their mini feathery wings poked out of little armholes in the sides of their costumes and their short, twiggy legs poked out of the bottom. Each owl chick had a different facial expression painted on the front of their pumpkin costume, and they all looked absolutely adorable. Mr. Moose's heart melted instantly. Stood behind the four chicks was his neighbour, Tawny the Owl, in her own orange pumpkin costume to match her children. She grinned at Mr. Moose and asked, do you like our costumes? Mr. Moose laughed and declared, I love them. You all look fantastic. The four chicks looked up at him expectantly, and one boldly cried out, So do you have any treats for us then? Mr. Moose paused with guilt. He didn't have any treats to give them. He never stocked up on goodies to give out at Halloween. What could he do? He didn't want Tawny's hopeful little chicks to leave empty-handed. He needed to buy himself some time. Mr. Moose bashfully stepped back off his doorstep and replied, Oh yes, of course, your treats. I'll just go get them for you. Then he promptly scurried back inside his house and raced through to the kitchen. He looked around in a hurry. What could he give the chicks as a Halloween treat? He opened up all of his cupboards to see what was inside. But all he had were savoury snacks, cans of soup and vegetables. He couldn't get those as treats. He checked what he had on the kitchen counter, but all he had was the leftover loaf of bread from Betty Badger's bakery and a jar of blueberry jam. For a moment, he contemplated slicing it up and giving the chicks a piece of bread and jam each, but that wouldn't do. As a last resort, he opened up the fridge in hopes that he would have something sweet in there. He glanced over the tubs of yoghurt, the carton of milk and a block of butter for inspiration. But Mr. Moose had never been much of a sweet tooth, and he hadn't bought anything treat-like in a long time. Mr. Moose was about to give up hope and prepared to disappoint the adorable chicks at his door when his eyes fell upon something he had completely forgotten about. On the top shelf of the fridge, hidden behind the block of butter, 
was the cupcake that Betty Badger had given him earlier. The cupcake was still fresh, and its swirly, creamy icing called out to him with appeal. Mr. Moose grabbed the cupcake with relief and placed it on the kitchen countertop. He would need to make the cupcake stretch far. Luckily, the tiny owl chicks wouldn't need much to be satisfied. Using a butter knife, he chopped up the cupcake into little pieces, creating lots of mini cupcakes, the perfect size for owl chicks. Then he placed four tiny pieces on a plate and headed back outside to serve them to his doorstep visitors. The four chicks delightedly took a tiny cupcake each and ate them straight away on the spot. Thank you, Mr. Moose, they all chirped together as they licked their lips. Mr. Moose felt his heart melt. Maybe Halloween wasn't so bad after all. Seeing the happy faces on the young chicks and admiring how much effort had gone into making their costumes, Mr. Moose could see why other people liked Halloween so much. It was actually quite fun. Word got out fast that Mr. Moose was now accepting trick-or-treaters at his door. Those who had visited earlier came rushing back to see what Mr. Moose had to offer, and new visitors were excited to trick-or-treat at his house for the first time. Mr. Moose felt a little guilty that he hadn't stocked up on treats to hand out ahead of time. But thanks to Betty Badger's cupcake, he at least had something to give out. Once the cupcake was all gone, he started giving out the only thing that he had left, slices of bread with blueberry jam. But none of the trick-or-treaters minded what he gave them. All that they cared about was seeing Mr. Moose enjoying Halloween with them for the very first time. As time passed by and the night drew on, the young trick-or-treaters of Sleepy Forest retreated to their beds, satisfied and tired from a fun-filled Halloween night. And Mr. Moose could finally sit down and relax with his book once more. He slumped into his armchair with a smile on his face. He might not have had the long, peaceful night he had initially wanted, but it had turned into something even more special. And now he had the whole rest of the night to do what he had originally intended. Mr. Moose gazed around his living room and noted how the candle wicks had melted even lower, and how the flames in the fireplace had dwindled. The record player had stopped playing music, and the room was silent and dim. It looked even cosier than it had done before. He rifled through the pages of his book to find where he had got to, and began to read. However, the words on the page jumbled and blurred together.
He couldn't read them properly. He was much too tired. Allowing his eyes to droop closed, Mr. Moose placed the book on his lap and sighed with contentment. He felt so relaxed, more relaxed than he had in a long time. It wasn't long before Mr. Moose was snoring away, blissfully, in his armchair, as the candles around him and the fire by his side slowly blew out, fading his house into darkness as he slept through the night. From that year on, Mr. Moose was no longer a bar humbug when it came to Halloween. In fact, he was perhaps one of the biggest fans of the occasion in the whole of Sleepy Forest. His house was arguably the most impressively decorated around, with handmade banners hung up outside, dozens of different-sized pumpkins by his doorstep, carved to perfection with brightly shining candles flickering within. And he always had the biggest bowl of candy around. Every now and then, Mr. Moose liked to play a gentle trick on some of his trick-or-treaters, so visitors never quite knew what they were going to get. But even those on whom he played a funny trick walked away with a handful of candy. Mr. Moose loved getting into the festive spirit, and his handmade costumes were always planned months in advance and stitched together by himself with care and a creative flair. Yes, Mr. Moose now loved Halloween. Three hundred and sixty-four days a year, Mr. Moose enjoyed his favourite relaxing pastimes in peace. But on the one night of the year that fell on the 31st of October, Mr. Moose allowed his serenity to be interrupted. And in fact, he found he quite liked it that way. <laughs> 